Under a blanket of almost complete darkness, self-proclaimed darkroom goblin Michael Pereira prepares to create a photo print using an enlarger. Across the large warehouse-style room, there are several wide, shallow bins filled with various chemicals required for the processing of film photography. A red light beams from a door in the middle of the room, where you can hang your prints to dry and develop. All the makings of the 818 Community Darkroom. In May 2020, cumulative job losses hit 23 million, according to the Georgetown University Center on Education and the Workforce. The pandemic forced Pereira and his wife, Desiree Pereira, out of work as massage therapists, forcing them to rethink their income streams and what they really wanted to do with their lives. Like many people at the time, the Pereiras were uncertain about the future, but Michael Pereira says his wife encouraged him to think of the time as an opportunity to start fresh. She asked me if money wasn't, was not an issue, what would you do? The first thing that popped into my head would be, I'll be doing film photography and I'll have a dark room. Michael Pereira got his start in photography during high school, but it wasn't until his college years that he got the chance to work in a darkroom as a student assistant at Los Angeles Valley College. He says it was fun to be with people and to help them process their film because it's so essential to learning photography. To understand digital, you gotta really understand film. So, yeah, that's why I feel it's important because it's, like I said, there's a whole different layer of, of, of creating through film that you don't get with digital. It's also at Valley College where he realized the enormous cost associated with the art of film photography. I realized that there's nowhere that I've noticed where it's like affordable artistic locations where people could come in and do their art affordable. That's we created this space to be able to have accommodate both artists and people who want to do art and in a manner where they're not breaking bank. When Kodak declared bankruptcy in 2012, it was widely thought that analog photography was dead. Especially in the wake of the social media boom, with Instagram and smartphones effectively putting a camera in the hands of every single consumer. But in 2020, Kodak saw a huge spike in demand, and with that demand came the supply chain issues and much higher prices. According to a report in Vice News, a single roll of Kodak Color Plus 200 went from being about $4.42 in 2018 to almost double that today. Co-founder of the 818 Community Darkroom, Desiree Pereira, says the cost to practice film photography can be prohibitive. It is, it's a shame that a lot of people are priced out of the art form. I feel that it's very unfair that some people have the luxury to be able to engage in that medium and others can't because of the, um, the financial burden that it can have on, on the artist. Education is a big part of what the 818 Community Darkroom offers to their members. Desiree Pereira says it's important because a lot of the information about analog photography in its practice is with people who are much older or no longer alive. A lot of the people that have a lot of that um, institutional knowledge of analog photography, they are older, they are um, wider, and they're harder to access. That just getting that information is, that's been very challenging. Despite the challenge, she says that they are establishing a true community built on sharing and helping its members grow. Having 
that community of people that know a little bit of one thing and are able to share that. And if we can keep all of our knowledge and pull it all together, we can build something great. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics Occupational Outlook Handbook, the median pay for a photographer is $38,950. So it's safe to say that it's not something one necessarily gets into for the money. And while someone does not need a degree to become a photographer, community colleges are historically the place to learn the basics and have access to a darkroom. But many community colleges no longer offer programs or even classes, including Pierce, which closed down its darkroom in 2007. Cost appears to be an issue for colleges as well. The New York Times reports that Canon, Pentax, Nikon, and Leica sales have all increased between 42 and 79% in the last two years. Even though it's possible to purchase cameras on the resale market, it will still set you back anywhere from $300 to well over $1,000, according to GuideToFilmPhotography.com. Adjunct professor of photography Sean McDonald says that even used some cameras command the same price as when they were brand new. He also says that many college programs are hesitant to provide new cameras to students who may never have used one before. Currently, Nikon was making one that was like, you know, $2,500 and schools aren't going to go buy 10 of those and put them into a hand of somebody who is just learning how to use a camera and f for the first time because, you know, you put your finger through a shutter and that's a $300 repair. Even if you can get your hands on a film camera and take some shots here and there, you still need a place to process the film. McDonald says that many people during the pandemic decided to create a makeshift at-home darkroom. Once you know what you need and how to get it, it's pretty simple to set it up. But according to McDonald, it comes at a price. I mean, for somebody to start their own home darkroom, if they wanted to do it, you're probably talking about a thousand bucks for equipment. Mm -hmm. um, that would be a, like a, a medium price range. San Fernando Valley-based producer, director, and photographer Alan Christopher has been a member of the 818 Community Darkroom since fall 2022. He's just one of many photographers that are grateful to have a space to process their film instead of just doing it in his bathroom or in a closet at home. Um, personally, photography almost started to die for me, and I found myself with piles of work that would just stay uh, hidden until I really developed in my own practice and found the need to want to go into darkroom. And I've never had that opportunity, you know, until I found these guys. And... In addition to being a darkroom, the emphasis is also on community, hence 818 Community Darkroom. The space hosts events from pizza nights to hands-on workshops, which allow artists to share their work and their process. Michael Pereira says he hopes it will be a space for all disciplines of art to gather and learn from one another. A dream of mine for me for this place is to have different art forms or different disciplines of art to be able to kind of hang out in one place, inspire each other, to um, have that 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 place they could say, this is like home to me. The 818 Community Darkroom is open every day from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. by appointment only. They offer memberships for as low as $5 a month and are located in Van Nuys. You can learn more about them at 818darkroom.com. For KPCRadio.com in Woodland Hills, I'm Lindsay Whitaker.
Yeah, can you hit the lights for me, please? Yeah. 